Okay, what are the actual chances of the New Jersey Devils making the playoffs? What are the actual chances of Lindy Ruff possibly being fired? And finally, what are the chances of Jack Hughes winning the Hart Memorial Trophy? Well, courtesy of BetOnline.net, let's look at the betting line, shall we? And we're also going to bring in a betting expert for today's show to discuss all things probable for the New Jersey Devils. So you might want to buckle up for this one. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. It is going to be a betting episode, as joining me on today's show, he works for Paramount Sports. It is Jackson Bond. He is a betting expert. Jackson, uh, I hope you have some good news to share with me in regards to the New Jersey Devils. Well, I don't know if it's great news, but it's certainly some money-making opportunity news. Um, I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to join for the for today's episode. Um, there's certainly opportunities to be made on the New Jersey Devils this year, and I, and I can't wait to get into them. All right, so uh, I've made a lot of predictions. I've made a lot of bold predictions, whether it be about Jack Hughes, where the New Jersey Devils finish, can they make the playoffs as a wild card team? We'll talk about that momentarily, but I just want to thank today's sponsor and it is betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs, sports and info this season. Find all the latest football leagues, developments, game matchups, news and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports and scores. The fastest, easy way to check in on all your favorite sports events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, NHL, NASCAR and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, Jackson. So let's get into it. So my prediction for the New Jersey Devils. Okay, so during the course of the offseason, they don't get Johnny Goodrow. They don't get Kevin Fiala. They don't get Alex DeBrinkett, but they get Andre Pilat and a few other veteran pieces, including Eric Halla. They fixed their goalie situation, sort of, by getting Vitek Vanacek. Uh, whether he or Mackenzie Blackwood will be the starting goalie is still yet to be determined. A lot of good young prospects, including Alexander Holtz, Fabian Zetterlin, Others who are anticipated to, um, you know, have good productive years throughout their NHL careers. So give me some good news. Where do you see the New Jersey Devils finishing? All right. Well, let me preface it with this. There, there, there are several bets out there, especially on Bet Online, uh, that you can make now prior to the season. Some of those will update throughout the season, but preseason, you're looking at 55 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. And part of the good news there is that that's actually been bet down from 70 to 1. So, so somebody out there has some insight on the Devils and they like, they like the Devils to win the Stanley Cup. So you're betting $100, you're going to win $5,500 on the Devils if they win the Stanley Cup. Um, their season point total for the regular season is at 88 and a half. So you're either betting over 88 regular season points or under 88 regular season points. Now, in 2021 and 2022, they only had 63 points. That's a major increase in their projection this year. And if they were to hit 88 to 89 points this season, I mean, you're looking at them being third in the wild card race in the Eastern Conference. That's at least according to last season standings, but clearly Vegas believes that the Devils are going to be much more competitive this year. Now they're plus 175 to make the playoffs. So it's $100 to win $175 if they make the playoffs and they're minus 215 to miss. 
where the good news is, and the money-making opportunity, in my opinion, is, is on Jack Hughes to win the Hart Trophy. He's at 50 to one right now. He's at plus 5,000. And the reason I think that's maybe your best bet here is if New Jersey does make the playoffs, do you not see a little bit of a, of a replication of what Taylor Hall did a couple of years ago from Jack Hughes? I mean, he's going to have to have a career year. He's going to have to be healthy for 75 to 80 games at least, and if not the full 82. And, and that means more than a point per game from him as well. It's 30 plus goals. It's 85 to 90 points at least compared to last year it might be even 100 plus points, right? With, with how many points, you know, guys like Kucherov and, and Austin Matthews were putting up all season. I really do think if you're going to just find a low, you know, high value, low risk bet, Jack Hughes to win the heart at 50 to one is great odds. It really is. And, and if the Devils are going to make the playoffs, I think that's what's going to have to happen. I really See, do. See, it's funny you mentioned that because I did an episode recently centered around Jack Hughes. And I said, like, could Jack Hughes potentially win the Hart Memorial Trophy? And I said, uh, a few factors would have to go his way. For one, he's going to have to stay healthy. Two, he's going to have to eclipse 100 uh, plus points. And no player in Devils history has ever done that. Not Patrick Aliash, not Taylor Hall. Jack Hughes would become the first player in franchise history to eclipse 100 points. And I feel as though if the Devils finish in a respectable position or, you know, sort of that wild card team, then I, I don't think it's out of the ordinary to at least consider Jack Hughes to win the Hart Memorial Trophy, even if people aren't really, you know, calling up the phone line saying, hey, I put all my bets on Jack Hughes to win the Hart. Um, you know, personally, I, it is a bit of a long shot, but it is possible just because like if he stays healthy, New Jersey Devils got better over the offseason by default. I think they're going to definitely take a few steps forward this season. But, you know, in regards to, like, what's Jack Hughes going to do, I, I, I don't think it's out of the ordinary to say maybe he'll – I think I predicted that he would score 105 points, but all would have to go well. So, like, you know, Jesper Bratt's going to have to, um, you know, also step up his game. Nico Keisher is going to have to step up his game. Uh, Yegor Sharangovich and Dawson Mercer are going to have to get off to respectable starts and maintain that consistency. So, you know, I, I'm not predicting that they're going to win the Stanley Cup Finals at all. So I'm not worried about the Stanley Cup odds. I'm worried about the playoff odds. Like, could they sneak into the playoffs? Like, if they were to hypothetically make it, I'd say first-round exit, if I'm being completely honest. But and, and That's fair, but the thing is, if you're if you're going to take some of your money and throw it on the Devils to make the playoffs at plus 175, why not take some of that money and throw it on Hughes to win the heart? I think if this team makes the playoffs, he, he's going to have to be a serious contender for the heart. And by the way, his over-under goals prop is at 29 and a half. I think he absolutely has to hit that over if he wants a chance at the heart and if the Devils want a chance at the playoffs. I absolutely agree with you there. I just think if you're going to throw money on, on them as kind of a, a bit of a long shot to make the playoffs, you might as well just throw it on Hughes to win the heart because I think he's going to carry them or he's going to have to at least. And I don't think that's the worst idea. I really don't. Yeah, I, I definitely 100% think that Jack Hughes is going to get over 29 goals. Um, you know, um, for one thing, Jack Hughes not only knows how to score for himself, he knows how to create for others. And an example that I use is that he made Yanni Kwokinen look better than he actually was because when Jack Hughes wasn't there, Yanni Kwokinen went down. And now where's Yanni Kwokinen now playing overseas? And mm -hmm. or what happened to Sharon Govich during the course of when Jack Hughes was out at the beginning of the year, Sharon Govich was a healthy scratch sometimes because he, was, he wasn't really uh, contributing much. But once Jack Hughes returns, Yegor Sharangovich goes on a tear. So mm -hmm. a lot of people just underestimate how good Jack Hughes is. And 
I got to ask you this. Like, um, I don't know how detail oriented, like these betting lines go, but if I would in the next few years, if I was to put money down, cause I've been doing, I've been discussing with my colleagues. If I was to put money down on Jack Hughes, uh, Tim Stutzel, uh, Trevor Zegras or Cole Caulfield to win the Hart Memorial trophy, who would be my best bet? Oof. Like I said, I, I know I'm, I just put you on the spot. I don't know how detailed oriented these betting lines get. I just had to ask because I've been having, you know, debates left and right with my colleagues in regards to like, who's the better young gun. Sure. So you've got Caulfield, Trevor Zegras, Jack Hughes, and Tim Stutzler, right? Correct. You know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's an overreaction to say that, that Hughes would be the favorite there. Uh, primarily because you've, you've, you look at those four teams and you have to think to yourself, the Devils are the one team out of those four who, that expects to see success in the next one to two, maybe three years pro- before the others. The Ducks and the, and the Canadians, and, and really the Ducks and Canadians are, are looking at a longer term trajectory in their, in their rebuild. And, and yes, the Senators definitely improved this offseason, don't get me wrong, but I don't think a guy like Tim Stutzla is going to be looked at as the focal point of their team. Of their offense, you've got a Claude Giroux, you've got you've got a you know you've got a Kachuk brother over there, you've got you've got Thomas Shabbat, you've got other players there that can that can jump into the mix as a focal point for that team, especially offensively. And in New Jersey, yeah, you have Alexander Holtz and you have you have Nico Heischer and you have these other guys, but I certainly see them as complements to a, the star in Hughes much more than I see a Kachuk or somebody like that being a complement to a star in Stutzla. So. If you were to just give me those four guys, I would say Hughes would be a slight favorite. Um, but, you know, the, the, the offseason the Devils had this past summer can't necessarily happen again in the next couple of summers, right? Hughes does need to be surrounded with some playmakers around him. And, and you saw that last year. I mean, he, he was decimated by not only an injury to himself, but also injuries to his line mates. And you saw how slow and the COVID, power play and, and was. I don't mean to interrupt you. And COVID procedures, I said, yeah. like, once like the COVID procedures sort of die out, which, you know, they have been doing so far, I don't expect like, you know, Jesper Brad or Nico Heischer to go on the COVID protocol list or Jack Hughes mm-hmm. to go onto the COVID protocol list right after the all-star game, just be like, oh, come on, give us a break here. That's right. That's right. And, you know, again, looking at those players, Trevor Zegers is a really fun player to watch and follow, but, you know, in terms of his points total, it's nowhere near what Jack Hughes has put up. Uh, Stutzla as well. He's had injury issues on his own. And, 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 and uh, Cole Caulfield, he, he seems like a captain, you know, he seems, but he seems more like a guy who's going to put up 50 to 70 points in a high year. And, and he's going to be known for his leadership. And, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. He's going to be a great player. I just don't know, especially with how much we expect the Canadians to continue to struggle over the next two to three years before they start to really make a push with their rebuild. I just don't know if you can, if you can expect a guy like Caulfield to contest or compete with, with Hughes in terms of point production, in terms of, you know, reliance on him and the special teams. I mean, you have to remember too, when you're looking at a rebound year for the Devils and, and, you know, for Hughes to continue to grow, you have to remember how poor the Devils power play was early in the season this past year. If that power play is, is operating at full function and the, and the forward groups are healthy, I think, I think Hughes is, is about as reasonable as it gets to expect a, a first time hundred point scorer on that team. I really do. Uh, Andrew Burnett was hired as an assistant coach uh, to replace Mark Recchi. So I anticipate for the Devils uh, special teams to improve just because like uh, I always say for Andrew Burnett, he was able to weather the storm out in Florida in the midst of their, you know, huge scandal that involved the Chicago Blackhawks. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't need to get into detail uh, about that. We already know the story, 
but ultimately, you know, just the fact that Andrew Burnett was able to just lead the, the, the Florida Panthers to a president's trophy and just, you know, maintain that consistency despite everything that was going on outside the organization. You know, I think that's very impressive. And speaking of Andrew Burnett, I've talked about on the show before, I said, if all goes wrong for the New Jersey Devils, I saw the bet online odds and I think Lindy Ruff is the fourth highest of uh, to either get fired or resign. And I said, like, the you know, Devils fan base could sleep well at night knowing that Andrew Burnett would most likely be next in line. I don't think he would be an interim head coach. I think he would actually become the full-fledged next head coach for New Jersey Devils. Do you see Lindy Ruff, despite the bet online odds, do you see Lindy Ruff either resigning or getting fired? You know, it's funny you say that. I actually have it highlighted as my next note. I wanted to ask you about Lindy Ruff, your opinion on him as a coach. Um, I checked I checked today. As of right now, he's at the fifth highest odds at plus 900 or 9 to 1 to be the first coach fired this year. So before I get into it, I do want to get your opinion on Ruff uh, because, you know, I thought he might be gone this past offseason. Okay, so here's my thing about Lindy Ruff. I was probably one of the few people to defend him because here's the fact of the matter that Ruff had to work with. How often were Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt, Mackenzie Blackwood, how often were they all on the same rink together? Because Jack Hughes missed significant time. Towards the end of the year, the New Jersey Devils faced a boatload of injuries. When we had to go against the Carolina Hurricanes and people were just saying, like, this is it. Lindy Ruff has to get fired. He's seeing red, yada, yada, yada. I was just like, well, look what he has to put out on the rink. He's, he, he's missing a few of his best players. And it's just like, you know, he can't help. He's not the goalie coach. He's not the special teams coach. What, what has he got to work with? So I said, if Lindy Ruff is not fired, his staff is fired. So you saw Alon Nazardine be uh, released by the New Jersey Devils. or They just didn't renew his contract. Mark Recchi was fired. And I just said, okay, this is now the, the excuses are starting to wane for uh, Lindy Ruff, which is you, you're going to deal with less COVID procedures. Hopefully you deal with less injuries. Um, and it seemed like, the, the exit meeting interviews really saved his behind because uh, a lot of players were talking good about Lindy Ruff. P.K. Subban said this was the most fun he's had on a team. Uh, and and P.K. Subban has made uh, Stanley Cup finals runs. Or Jack Hughes just recently said that the Devils failed Lindy Ruff because I think he knew their potential. But unfortunately, you know, sometimes they just gave up on themselves. And I was just like, get more veteran pieces. Like, just find a way to improve the roster. And you know, yeah, we struck out with Johnny Goodrow and others, but we got Andre Pilat, which was our plan B, and that's better than X, Y, and Z. So I'd say this. Lindy Ruff, I don't think, was the one to be blamed last year for Devil's issues. I think it was just more of, like, unfortunate circumstances. Now, going into this year, those excuses get less and less and less, and he's held to a tighter leash. But either way, if Lindy Ruff is let go by the New Jersey Devils, I think he's going to get a front office role of some sort. With the, uh, with the Devils organization, it seems like Tom Fitzgerald and himself have a good relationship. So my buddy, uh, I, I call him Jersey Joe, he said that maybe Lindy Ruff can get a job as a scout or maybe a development coach or something like that. I, I don't think that's the worst idea. Now, I actually, I thought to myself when I was looking through these lines, I would consider taking a stab at, at Ruff to be the first head coach uh, fired at, at nine to one. You're looking at best case scenario, Hughes wins the Hart Trophy, you guys sneak into the playoffs. Maybe it is a first round exit, but you've got something to build on there. And worst case scenario, you've got you've got a, a tough start to the season. The power play is not clicking. The goaltending situation is struggling again. And, and at that point, somebody's head has to roll, you know, figuratively. Keep in mind too, Tom Fitzgerald's a pretty, he's a, he's a pretty aggressive general manager. 
So I, in a year where the Devils are expected to take a big jump, I don't think you can be extremely patient with the head coaching position like you could have last year. Or maybe in the last two years with COVID going on and all the injuries the Devils had to deal with. That is something to keep in mind. Now, I will also say the Devils start with eight of their first 10 games this year against non-playoff teams from last year. The only two playoff teams they face in the first 10 games are the Colorado Avalanche and the Washington Capitals. So the, the start to the season, that first 10 games is really where you're going to see a lot about each team and you're going to see a lot about what general managers are going to do in reaction to their, to their team's start. So with eight non-playoff teams on the schedule to start the season, that's, that's a pretty good start right there. It's tough to see a really bad start, in fact, for the Devils this year. Now, with the volatility of the goaltending group, you've got Blackwood, now you've got Vitek Vanacek, you've got a whole list of guys behind them. It's a crowded group. And there's this old age old saying that you know, bad goaltending gets coaches fired more than bad coaching gets coaches fired. If the goaltending is off to a tough start again this year, if Blackwood goes down and, and the, the, the cumulative save percentage for the goaltending room is, is below you know, league average again, and all of a sudden the Devils are, are struggling to stay in the playoff race early, you could be in for a surprise there. I don't think it's the worst. I, I, I don't think it's a bad worst case scenario bet there. And, and both of those bets, obviously, with, with Hughes uh, to win the, high, the, the, the heart and with Luff, Ruff to be the, the first head coach fired, you're looking at two long shots there, neither of which is really implausible to me. So just from a betting standpoint, whether you love Ruff or not, whether the players love him or not, you're looking at two low-risk, high-reward bets there. If you're looking at just both ends of the spectrum, I don't think that's the worst bet to make at 9-1. to one. Well, I think this is the final year of Lindy Ruff's contract. I believe he originally signed a three-year deal with the New Jersey Devils. I personally don't see them extending him, and I don't think he wants to be extended. I think he's ready to, like, I think his job so far is to lead the New Jersey Devils to somewhere and then, you know, and improve, and then next coach in line, and I think that's where Andrew Burnett will come into play. But either way, I think Lindy Ruff will have some sort of voice in the – in the devil's organization, whether people want to or not. Now, I got to ask you this in terms of the uh, Metro standing. So I said, this is a good opportunity for the New Jersey Devils to try to take a few steps forward because here's the fact of the matter. The Islanders are an old team. The Capitals are an old team. The Penguins are an old team. I'd say the only two locks to make the playoffs out of the Metro are the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers, albeit if Shashurskin is able to somewhat repeat what he was able to do last year. Some people are saying it's not going to happen. I don't think he's going to drop too far off, especially after like, you know, I think he's out for vengeance, especially after what happened in the playoffs. And then the Columbus Blue Jackets, despite getting Johnny Goodrow, despite that, they're still the youngest team in the NHL and they're going to hit a wall. They might get off running, you know, to start the year. I predict they're going to get off to a good start, but come midseason, speak from experience, those young guys are going to hit a wall. And then, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers are just hot garbage. I'm, I'm not even a, not even a thought. So we said that about Columbus before John Tortorella came in and he, he lit a fire under them. But I, I do agree. I do. agree. So do you think the New Jersey Devils, do they have a chance? Like, I know we've already touched on this, but do you think they have a chance to maybe like upset maybe either the Penguins or the Capitals and, you know, the Islanders? I'm not really too concerned about. Do you think they have a chance to just like sneak their way up in the Metro standings? Where do you see no, them? I, finish? I do. They're, they're plus 1800 as of today or 18 to one to win the Metro that projects them at sixth in the division. Now, again, you still got a ton of questions in the goals allowed department defensively. You're hoping and you're assuming Dougie Hamilton's healthy. You're hoping and assuming all these younger guys can get older and the goaltending can figure itself out. But I'll be honest, I'm not as intimidated by this Metro division as others might be. 
Carolina's the odds-on favorite, and that's with for good reason. They, they picked up Pacioretty and Burns in the offseason. They just keep getting better. We'll see what they do with it in the playoffs. I do think they're the odds-on favorite for good reason. I think the Rangers fall off quite a bit. Uh, if you get any bit of a lesser version of Igor Shesterkin, that team it might be struggling for the playoffs, if not just struggling for, for third place in the division. Uh, I do think the Capitals fall off as well. You've got Now you've got suddenly a, a serious injury concern with a guy like Nick Backstrom. And, and the rest of the roster is very old, like you mentioned. I'm worried about them. I am. Their goaltending situation, I don't know that it's as clear as, as their free agency signings were or their free agent uh, transactions were. And again, I think the, the return of the Islanders to playoff contention or, or Stanley Cup contention is vastly overstated. Uh, this is still a young, or excuse me, a really old team. Uh, they've got questions about their forward group up front as well. The Penguins are tough. You know, it's always tough to bet on their downfall as long as Sidney Crosby's on the roster. It seems Look, like they'll I, res- I respect that, you know, uh, Latang, Malkin, and Crosby have stuck together for years and have won, like, what, three Stanley Cup championships together. Yeah. But you can't – but this can't be continuing forever, you know. It can't. But I will say this. As a better, as somebody putting some money on this – it's really tough for me to bet on their downfall, especially really more than anything, given how good Sidney Crosby looked last year. I mean, he was limited. He, he had the injury at the start of the season. He came on and he played on almost an MVP pace once he came back. Now, Malkin and, and Latang had their stretches of struggles. I get that. It's just hard for me to put my money on somebody upsetting or even just the downfall in general of the Pittsburgh Penguins until I start to see it. Whether Malkin leaves eventually or Latang retires, whatever it may be. It's tough to, uh, for me to bet on them to, to fall in that Metro division. And, you know, it's one of those situations for the Devils this year where I could see them finishing third or I could see them finishing as low as seventh in the division. I don't think the Flyers are, are going to be competitive. I really don't think the Islanders are much to be worried about. Um, this, this Blue Jackets team, they, they made one big signing this offseason, don't get me wrong, but they still got, they got 19-year-olds leading their, their, their uh, 1C position over in Columbus. So, um the, the Devils are in a weird position this year, and it's a good weird position to be in. They could finish it as high as third, in my opinion. I really think they could. They could finish as low as seventh, and that's, again, where you're looking at the best case versus worst case scenario here. It's almost a, a very boom or bust season for the Devils. Uh, I just think their boom right now is is competing for second or third in that division, and their bust is somewhere around sixth or seventh in the division. And in years past, you know, I think a boom for them might have been fourth in the division, so there's certainly progress to be seen there. Uh, you just got to stay healthy. And I think almost as important as, as Hughes' health is the goaltending health and in finding consistency there. So uh, I do think they could they could upset some teams. I don't think they're in line to upset the Carolina Hurricanes just yet for the Metro. Yeah, Carolina Hurricanes, in my eyes, a lock to make it. And if I had to choose a second one, I'd say the New York Rangers. Now, I got to ask you this, because you mentioned Dougie Hamilton. You mentioned the defense. What are his – they're probably very low. What are the chances of Dougie Hamilton winning the Norris Trophy? Because I – I when I saw the top twenty defensemen uh, list, a uh, courtesy of the NHL, I was I was stunned. I was like, "Where's Dougie Hamilton? Do, do people forget that he was a top free agent just a uh, just a season ago?" Yes, he had to deal with injuries, but he he had a facial fracture, which is, and you know, based on some insiders I was speaking to, it's like when you suffer a facial fracture, you can't eat as much, so you're going to lose some weight. You can't work out as much because obviously you're not getting the uh, nutrition that you uh, need to perform. And it's just like, you know, yeah, of course he was going to fall off a little bit, but he was out for nearly two months and he had had surgery. So my thing is, is like Dougie Hamilton is still a top defenseman in this league. I've, 
I don't know why people, I, I guess the list was based on this past season, but do you see Dougie Hamilton getting his name back into the Norris trophy this year? You know, I can see his name getting back into the into contention for the trophy this year. Right now, he's at 33 to one uh, to win the Norris trophy. That's alongside the likes of a Morgan Riley and Shea Theodore. So sort of in the hall of very good type of group, right? That that second tier of defensemen. My, my concern with betting on Hamilton to win the Norris this year is not necessarily his health or even team success. It is that it's the fact that, in my opinion, those three guys at the top, Kale McCarr, Roman Yossi, and Victor Hedman, are so high above the rest of the group in terms of betting odds, in terms of their recognition already, and just in terms of the hype surrounding them. But it's tough for Hamilton to overcome that unless he comes out and has above and beyond a career year. The Devils make the playoffs, and he's leading the team in time on ice, and he's leading them in power play points, and so on and so forth. So it's a tough, it's a tough award to bet on for him because I think this year of all years, the, the Kale McCarr, really Kale McCarr, and then below him, Roman Yossi and Faker Hedman hype is going to be so high that unless one of those guys goes down with a major injury, I think those are going to be the, top, the three finalists again this year. It's a, it's a trendy bet to make. I love Hamilton as a player. He's, he's an analytics darling. Uh, when he's on the ice, he's producing everywhere, and he almost looks like he almost looks like a version of a Kale McCarr or Roman Yossi when he can skate up into the offense and make plays everywhere. But uh, I just don't think this year there is the hype around him. I will say if you could bet on him to finish top five or top seven in Norris voting, that would be an interesting bet to see. I'd love to, I'd love to see the odds on that one. Okay, Jackson. So my final question is, is this, do you bet on the Devils to have a good season or do you bet on them to have a bad season? Like if you, if, if I had to tell my listeners, Hey, bet on Jack Hughes to win the uh, Hart Trophy or bet on Lindy Ruff to get fired, which, so that's the good spectrum. That's the bad spectrum. Which one do you lean towards? You know, I would lean towards Hughes to win the Hart at, at plus 5,000. Maybe that's the optimist in me, but there is hype around this team for a reason. And in the Vegas, the, the sports books don't set a team's season uh, point total at 88 and a half off a 63 point season for nothing, right? The hype is there and it's in, and in their opinion, and in my opinion, the hype is, is well-founded. So if you, if you want me to place one bet on the New Jersey Devils this year, I'm taking, I'm betting a little bit and I'm winning a lot on Jack Hughes to win the hard trophy at 50 to one. That's again, that's a hundred dollar bet to win you $5,000. And, and if you can even throw $10 on that to win 500, I think you're in a pretty good spot. So uh, I'd say if I had to pick one, that's the one to do it now. And, and if I can add one more thing too, if you're just looking at the devils on a game by game basis this year, just looking at betting opportunities on them, you're going to see a lot of high totals this year, a lot of high over unders six and a half, or maybe even a seven here or there for them, where you're looking at over six and a half combined goals in the game. This offense when healthy is, is probably top 12, maybe even top 10 in the NHL. You just have to keep an eye on the goaltending situation. And, and remember, you know, this is considered one of the fastest paced teams at five V five last year in the, in the 21, 22 season. That that matches Hughes' game well. I think I think Lindy Ruff has done a good job, um, you know, molding this offense and this this game plan around Hughes. He's just got to stay healthy. All right, Jackson. So we've talked about everything on the betting line. So viewers, listeners, go bet on Jack Jack Hughes to possibly win the Hart Trophy. So Jackson said, ten dollars can win you five hundred. A hundred dollars can win you what five thousand? Right. That's right. All right. So. You heard him. Go to betonline.net to make your bets right now. Jackson, thank you for uh, taking the time to appear. Where can uh, my audience find you? 
Yeah, thank you for having me. You know, this is going to be such a fun hockey season. I mean, each of the last two years, uh, we landed first overall at covers.com on a leaderboard of 40 NHL handicappers. And we're going for the top spot again this year. Uh, we actually grade our plays on a 10 to 50 unit scale. And we had a 50 unit futures winner last year on the Coyotes under 69 and a half regular season points. And we had a preseason future winner on the Colorado Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup at plus 550. So give us a visit if you want to join at ParamountSports.com. And you can find the NHL package on there for just $797. That's $797 for the full season through the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, I personally think I have some, uh, some great content on Twitter as well. If you want to give me a follow at Paramount NHL. And then, of course, give Lee Sterling, uh, who oversees this whole op operation at Paramount Sports, uh, give him a follow as well at Paramount Sports. If you want to learn even more uh, about our packages, about our information, or how you can get involved, give us a call at the office as well at 800 400 9741 or just check out the website at paramountsports.com jackson thanks for appearing and uh here's to hoping for a good season for new jersey devils all right thanks a lot